I'm Georgina Korik, and I'm joined by Athletes Unlimited champion Odyssey Alexander, and this is the Players Only series on the D1 Softball Podcast. This is a podcast series where the players are taking the mic. We are here to talk about all things softball, professional sports, and life, because we want people to know about us more than just our successes on the field, and who better to chat about with it than the players themselves. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce Odyssey Alexander, this year's Athletes Unlimited champion. Odyssey, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Oh, thanks for hopping on here with us. I'm so excited to see you again. I know it feels like I just saw you, like I yesterday. I just saw you, George. <laughs> um, but with a little bit of time to reflect, um, how does it feel when being one of such a small group of champions, especially knowing that you're alongside players such as Kat Osterman, Deja Molapola, Alicia Ocasio, who obviously you've had the chance to play with, but now you get to kind of stand on the pedestal side? I mean, it feels, I'm, I, it's an honor. Honestly, you get to step on the field one of 60 and to be crowned number one of all those like amazing athletes. It's it's a big deal. Um, I kind of don't take it as a big deal. I kind of just take it as just being grateful to step on the field with those one of 60 and just grateful for the opportunity to grow this game. So I'm happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That's for sure. Um, I think that especially knowing that I was playing on the field with you and watching you kind of climb the leaderboard into into being a captain and then maintaining captainship, which is really hard. Um, what kind of how did you juggle being a captain while also being a player? Being a captain, it was tough. Um, of course, all the one of six, all the 60 girls there are so good. So every week it gets harder to draft, if that makes sense, because you just don't know. So my biggest thing, whoever I drafted, I knew I was going to have good vibes, good energy. And honestly, just whatever I could give them to help them be free and be them on the field, that's what I was going to do. So I feel like that's really you. I feel like I could have drafted anybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely felt that way. Yeah, like could draft anybody, but I didn't think too strategic on it. I was just, you know, going in there and saying, you know, we're all here for the same goal and you know, it kind of, it is what it is. Um, cool. I'm just going to pour into each and every one of my teammates and go from there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, are you kind of like superstitious? Like when you were going and doing your drafting, if you'd like had a really good week the week before, were you looking to kind of keep a lot of those people? You were going to change like up the vibe? There was maybe one person where I was like, I know, like I want her. And that was Aaliyah Andrews. Um, just because every time I turn around on that field, like that's who I was looking at. And honestly, that's, she just brought so much joy, so much energy, just positive vibes all the time. I knew I was going to get Aaliyah. I was like, I have to get Aaliyah. I have to get Aaliyah. I have to get Aaliyah. So that's probably one person I was like, yeah, she has to be on my team. But other than that, I wasn't too superstitious. I had teammates that were. So mm -hmm. like, you know, if we lost or whatever, they're like, we have to change the uniform, stuff like that. But me personally, no. <laughs> So you weren't superstitious at all, maybe even during college and everything, like when you guys were making the Women's College World Series run? No. no. Nothing at all? I love that. I'm also kind yeah. of the same. Like, I'm not a superstitious gal. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of funny to see that be the case. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, super exciting. Uh, I saw your family was there for the championship yes. crowning. Were they there for a lot of the series or just right at the end there? They were there for the end, which meant even more because, you know, of course, winning number one. And then being able to see that, that meant a lot. So, mm -hmm. Are you getting to spend a little bit of time with them now that you're done with season? Um, grandma's at the house right now. My sister's at the house. My niece is at the house. Um, I have a lot of camps and stuff, like literally mm -hmm. right after AU. So <laughs> not really, but kind of. Oh, so not much downtime at all for you coming off of Chicago? 
No, we don't no. have that over here. <laughs> no. Kind of going off of that, um, what are you going to be doing now that you're home? So you've got the camps and clinics. I know that you've played professionally in Japan. Um, is there something that you're starting to kind of lean your energy towards as opposed to maybe taking some time to do a little bit more camps and clinics, maybe less playing, or are you still trying to do a little bit of professional play? Definitely trying to do more professional play, not Japan though. So um, <laughs> AU catch me back there next year. Um, but definitely just honestly giving back to the sport still camps clinics anything i can do to grow this sport in a good way that's pretty much it <laughs> i think that definitely when a lot of us were i know me specifically i was still in college when you made your women's college world series run and i remember kind of keeping up with the story of you guys going and i'd obviously known about who you were because my parents always kept an eye on the stats and you were always in the top one, the top two of all of the pitching stats. And my parents were like, who is this Odyssey Alexander kid coming from, <laughs> from JMU? And then obviously you blew up on the national stage. And I remember talking to my parents so much and like talking to my teammates and just being like, I just love her. She's so humble. She's so cool. Like, I love the way that you played the game. Have you thought that that personality trait kind of and how you were raised in the game helped kind of shape you professional just because it's such a different atmosphere pro and college wise do you think that that has kind of made you a better pro by knowing that you kind of had to work through some of those things in college a hundred percent i think the challenges and everything that i did face in college definitely made me who i am today um i feel like i'm kind of the same but i've definitely grown a lot and it's actually kind of cool to see when you look back in college and to now and you're like wow like that doesn't even phase me anymore like little things like don't phase me anymore um kind of just having fun playing softball now and i feel like that was the biggest thing for me like obviously we're all talented and you know things like that and it's mainly not physical it's all mental so really getting my mental together that was another big thing um but nothing's really changed with me like how i play on the field i feel like it's been everything kind of mental and nothing too crazy but <laughs> i'm the same me and you're going to stay the same you. I'm going to stay the same me. And I think I love that about you because I think that it's really cool to see that not only did you carve that space out for young girls, you taught them that they can be pretty unapologetically themselves. You pitch with sass. You're exactly who you are. Like, I think that's really fun as a competitor who plays against you because it's really cool to see your personality kind of shine on the field. Um, for me in particular, I love talking to young girls. And when they oftentimes they always ask me, like, Oh, like, what should I be doing to get into college? What should I be doing if I want to be a professional athlete? Um, and sometimes I don't always have great questions for them because I feel that their journey is so different than perhaps our journey was. Do you have any good suggestions for girls that are looking to maybe go into college? And then now that professional softball is an opportunity, um, how they could perhaps even shape their game, knowing that they want to stay in it for the long run. I feel like hard work for these younger athletes definitely builds confidence. So if you're not working hard, then, you know, kind of scratch that um and then whenever you find something make that that should feel like home i know when i went to jmu it felt like home like it wasn't the biggest school it wasn't we didn't have all the fancy stuff but it felt like home to me so i feel like whenever you guys get to that point to the younger athletes it should feel like home it shouldn't feel like anything else so that's the biggest thing i have hard work mm -hmm. builds confidence and go somewhere that feels like home and when you were little, did you think that this was ever going to be an opportunity? Like, did you grow up watching the MPF? 
I did grow up watching a lot of professional softball and obviously the Women's College World Series and stuff like that. And I watched so many girls who I actually play with now that I idolize. So it's actually kind of cool because I never thought I would be here. I kind of just played softball because it was fun and I loved it. But, you know, God plants you where you want. He wants you to grow. So here I am. (laughs) Here you are. (laughs) I love that for you, Cece. Um, Definitely for me, I think that I just love being able to talk to you and see kind of where you came from. Um, but particularly, like, where are you going? Do you think that professional softball is going to be something that you maintain for the next five, ten years? Is there something that you wanted to do before professional softball came knocking on the door? There was. I've always wanted my own facility. Um, and before softball kind of got big for me, I wanted my own beauty salon. But we're in softball right now, so we're going to go from there. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I actually want my own softball facility. So hopefully that's in the works in the next five to 10 years. Um, But that's pretty much it. I'm also going to try to play softball as long as my body allows me. So we'll see how that goes. Um, That's that's all I got. (laughs) I mean, yeah, kind of kind of going off of that. Of all of the cool professional opportunities that you've been offered, I know obviously you've played with Team USA. You have been in the Women's College World Series field. You've been in Japan. You've been with Athletes Unlimited. Like, which, which ones have been your favorite? Like, what has been your favorite parts of the softball kind of family that you've been able to inherit in the last couple of years? Honestly, all of them. I'm grateful for all the opportunities that were kind of thrown my way. Japan was different. I was grateful for that experience and to just see how everything goes over there. It's very different. And um, it's not for everybody. It's a huge sacrifice. But just to go over there, it's it's kind of cool to see. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go AU. AU is definitely my favorite experience just because of the space we have and the people I'm around and they allow me to be me and, you know, it, the resources that they have, I'm going to go with AU being my, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. So. I mean, that just means the world to me because that's when you get to see me every day. Yeah, I get to see you. Like, <laughs> who doesn't want to see George? Like, I know. I've... <laughs> Has there been kind of some favorite memories from AU from this year that really stuck out to you? Um, the boat trip was very fun and honestly, just being able to be a captain, that was, it was fun, but it was stressful, you know, mm-hmm. but I've always wanted to experience it, but, um, being a captain was kind of fun. That was always one of my goals to try to be in the top four and just achieving one of those goals. That means a lot. So that's a good memory. And the boat trip, the boat trip was a lot of fun. All of us on that boat. Just, yeah, that was know, cute. Up. Yeah, it was, it was fun. So mm-hmm. I know. Well, that was kind of a lot of the questions that I had just specifically written down for you. Um, I know D1 Softball works a lot with these young travel ball girls. They get the girls that kind of watch what we do, obviously, on the TV and on the field. Um, Are there some things that you've been really seriously working on behind the scenes that you think really shaped you to be the champion this year? Because I know every year with AU, it feels very different. I've only been in AUX previous years and the champ series this year, but I felt like I had to be a different pitcher a lot just because people started to know me so well. Like, how do you combat that coming in every single season, especially now knowing that kind of that championship seed that's put on you is a little bit of a target because now people are going to want to make sure that you're not the champion again. (laughs) No, (laughs) that's so right. I think you may talk about this year, what it was like a little bit different than my past years. Sure, and probably you don't want to talk about what you're going to be doing next year to make sure that yeah, I'm not going to you, you, you know, not yeah. telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind. 
I told you I'm not superstitious. It doesn't matter. That is true. Yeah. And you gotta be good. Is. You gotta be good to beat you, you know? That is and that is facts. very true. That is very mm -hmm. true. I think this year it was a lot of just consistency. Like of what I kind of took it back to what was I doing when I was like my best self. Um, so the journaling I did, I was consistent with that. The gym, I was consistent with that, which I've kind of always been consistent with the gym, but I was in there a little extra hard, mm -hmm. in their heart, you know? You were getting um, on that grind. Yeah, I was on the grind. And it was almost like, I don't know, it was a different feel. Like for me, like I was even talking to teammates that I just like, I didn't know them, but I, you know what I mean? Like you get to mm -hmm. know people more. It was just little things that, I don't know, kind of just like kept me going. It wasn't nothing huge. And on the field wise, I did a little better job of sequencing, you know, mm -hmm. you know, pitch calling and stuff like that. Um, but it was really nothing too crazy. Just honestly, yeah. consistency with the little things that I used to do. Yeah, I know they always talk about when we're coming in of, oh, did you get a new pitch? Like, right. what have you been working on spin wise? I think that for me, uh, the thing that I noticed the best was obviously that you were doing so well with your sequencing and you were mixing the speeds really well, um, especially when you talk about sequencing, right? What are some of the things that you didn't really realize were going to be that big in college that now in pro, you're like, sequencing is so important. Having a catcher that knows sequencing is so important. Was that a, a kind of hard learning curve for you or was that something that came a little bit more organically? Uh, I feel like it came a little bit more organically like in college like obviously we had our coach call pitches so I was kind of just rolling mm -hmm. with the flow whatever she wanted that was that's that kind of what it was that's <laughs> yeah so getting here and then learning how different catchers call learning you know your catcher because obviously you're closer to some catchers than other it just it is what it is and figuring out that battery and then it's really hard <laughs> when you don't get that catcher you know, in the draft and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you're like, now you got to learn new things. You're, And it's hard. Like, I feel like me on the mound, personally, I'm a rhythm girl. So mm -hmm. if something throws me off, you know, my mind is swirling. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, should I have thrown that? What should I throw? Like, mm -hmm. I'm a big girl of like trusting my catcher. Like I might shake mm -hmm. a couple of times. Like, oh, I just don't feel comfortable throwing that. It's not that I don't want to throw that pitch, I just probably think that'll, that'll be ball four. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not you doing know? that. <laughs> no free eight points for you. Yeah. Like, so I feel like that's, I, it's, I don't know. You kind of just go with the flow. I'm a big go with the flow girl. Mm. Um, obviously when I'm shaking a lot and doing a lot of, mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm my swirling. So whether or not you know kind of do you have any um like strategies that you use when obviously like for me that can be like super spiraling like i don't know if you know me like when i'm working on the mound i work at like a pretty fast pace but if yeah, i get thrown off my pace it takes me a second to get back on it do you have yeah. any strategies that you use personally i have to do this isn't superstitious but i do have to go tap the chalk every time Oh, always. The chalk is I nice. have to tap the chalk every time. It doesn't matter what I'm throwing. I have to tap the chalk. I don't know why. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing is, I don't know why, but I cannot, if I shake a pitch and they, you know, like some people tap their gloves or whatever to mm -hmm. like, I can't do it. <laughs> For the life of it, you? It literally makes me think too much like, oh, now I got to throw this. I got to switch this and I got to change my, it's too much for me. <laughs> too much do you think that we'd ever um i always think about this because for baseball you know how they use the little 
they have a little keypad and they like yes. type in their little pitches. Do you think that we could ever do that? I can't do that. I couldn't do it. No, for I the life do. of me, I could not do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. No. I'm sure AU could like whip those right. things out, lickety split and give us little things and I would still want someone to throw down the numbers. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm already losing my mind when I got to tap my glove and- I, I, I could know. not be, I could not be typing a text message to Dave yeah. Mulpole behind the plate and be like, hi, right. I think I want to change up in that breaks slightly down. <laughs> right, like what? That's not happening. Just come on, talk to me. Come on, talk it's to just, me. We can talk about this plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can do that. Speaking of, I can out. do that. I can communicate. Yeah. I'm a communicator. Yeah. Speaking of, obviously, communication, do you think that was a huge part of you being a good leader was your ability to talk to maybe multiple catchers, multiple different defenses, multiple different batting lineups? Do you think communication is a really large thing as a captain to have? I'm not the biggest communicator, so for me, it was a little bit different. I kind of just, whatever facilitator I had, like... Mm -hmm. Like you got it. <laughs> like I'm just like you play take it, champ. Yeah, you got it. When you need to switch somebody in, you don't need to let me know. Just go for it, unless it's me. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> just just ride it out. But mm -hmm. it was it was good. I feel like the facilitators did a good job of that too. Like just knowing when to say stuff and when not to say stuff. But but mm -hmm. I kind of communicated that to them from the get go. I was like, dude, like here's what I want in this lineup, like, da, 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 da. it was just, and every, I mean, it was just, I don't know. You just you had know, good vibes just, all the way around. Yeah, good vibes. That's it's hard to make a bad lineup when you've got, yeah. you know, like the top 60 players in the world all in one place. Yeah. There's no real bad lineup, you yeah. know? Did that take a little bit of pressure off of you that you knew that, say you gave up a run or anything, which obviously in college sometimes, I know I came from a smaller program, giving up like one rung was kind of like life or death every now and then. Yeah. Does it take off that pressure, especially being in this atmosphere? Um, I feel like it does. And honestly, during these games, like you never, you never know, you know you what I mean? So, um, and I feel like these games were like coming from last year, like some games were like home run derbies and it was what mm -hmm. it was like at the end of the day. And then these games, I feel like were much, much tighter and much, much like, oh my goodness. Like it's one run on the board. Who are all these points going to? Like, mm -hmm. those are those stressful games where you're like, at any moment right now, something can happen. Oh my god, my my nails have only just recovered from being yeah. over there because I've been sitting there. I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? There's a hundred <laughs> points on the board, and like, no one's done anything yet. Yes, like what? That that literally would send me like, because you mm -hmm. just never know. If, I think because everyone's too good, you know. You're yeah, gonna have too good so of a pitcher good. on the mound. You're gonna have too good of a batter at the plate. Someone's got to win, you know. Yep. Obviously, selfishly, I was very glad that it was you. Yeah. You know? And I was like, oh, my gosh, please don't please don't hang a change up right here. And then every now and then I did. And she was gone. Is George throwing a change up? Is George throwing yeah. a rice ball? Is George throwing... I'm like, oh, The answer is usually God. I was throwing a change up. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Swing it and miss it. It's, great. it's a great day. We love for it. sure. Do you think that you it. root more for pitchers than you do for hitters? When you're here, I definitely root more for pitchers, a hundred percent. Like if the mm -hmm. umpire is giving like a ball off, that's a strike. <laughs> yeah, that's a, what do you mean? That's not a strike. That's a strike. That's always been a strike. That's so a strike. That, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't care if I hit or not. That's a strike. That's a strike. <laughs> the worst was having to pitch against you, and I was like, "Am I about to hit Odyssey right now?" Were you? Because you were actually I, nipping me. Because low key, you were kind of on the plate. You I were kind of close. I never huh? stood on the plate, though. <laughs> I, I disagree. I don't think you understand how much your ball moves. 
I really the have ball no idea. Was riding into me. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like this is <laughs> that was such a moment. I was like, am I gonna have to I'm pitch against Odyssey Alexander right now? You were pitching against me. That is crazy. Isn't that I so like, fun? Wow. Is there Actually anyone that when you that? throw against, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to throw against this person right now? It's a whole lot of people. I'm like that. I'm like, why do I have to do this? Like Anissa Ortez, like the the number Anissa. of Olympians that we have to throw to every day. Anissa, I don't care how many, those batters, a lot of them can go 0 for 20 and I'm still like, mm -mm, I don't mm -mm. want no part. Not risking it. <laughs> no not messing around. <laughs> like you are not seeing any part of the plate. <laughs> like Amanda Lorenz, I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. Scary. I, I will walk you every day. All day, every day, you. I will walk you Amanda Mia? Lorenz. Mia? No. Don't get me started on Mia. I've had enough of Mia. I've had enough of Mia. <laughs> I've had just about enough of Mia Sky Davidson. Who else is like sneaky? Tori Vidalis Tori got my number. Tori Vidalis. <laughs> Deja's scary too. I'm like, Deja's, Deja's so scary. Deja, because why Deja's you so scary, but I love having her behind the plate. Like, she's such yeah. a, like, a steady presence behind the plate. I was yes. like, please draft Deja onto my team. I don't want to yes. throw against her. Oh so funny oh my god taylor edwards for the life of me hits the ball so hard she's yep so hard she's a scary one too <laughs> i'm like and the worst part is then i have to go like i know you get to like play with some of them for team usa in the summer i have to play against them yeah so i'm like i just got rid of you, you just got rid of you yeah i like to be playing for the us of a baby <laughs> but yeah. i am indeed playing for the queen yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. kind of just thank you so much for your time, Odyssey. Kind of just my last sure. wrapping up question that I just think is super cute. What do you think, if you were to talk to baby Odyssey tomorrow, you know, she just shows up in your house, what do you think would be the coolest thing that you could say to her that would make her really just kind of aspire to be you every single day? Honestly, I would tell that little girl. It is not that serious. It's serious, but it's not that serious. That little girl took oh, everything so serious. She was like mm -hmm. super competitive. Like if she messed up, like it was the end of the world. And like now it's kind of just, hmm. but just tell her like you're human. You're going to make mistakes. It's okay. Just keep going. Keep pushing. Mm -hmm. You're fine. Because girl. life is so fun. Yeah. It's Professional fun. softball is so fun. It's so much fun. And it was just never that serious. It was never that serious. And it was you never that serious. Pranked off you, girl. You're fine. You're fine. You're gonna be an Olympian. You're good. You're chilling. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so thing. funny. Well, thank right. you, Cece, so much. I love getting sure. to chat to you. Obviously, on the field, we get the chance to have so many good conversations. Off the field, yes. now we get to have so many good conversations. Um, but finally, thank you to everyone else for tuning into the second episode of the Players Only series on the D1 Softball Podcast. We are so excited to see where this is going to go and to continue to chat to all these amazing athletes about all things softball and all things not softball. Um, feel free to give us some feedback in the comments, connect with us on social media, and definitely visit d1softball.com for more information on our upcoming episodes. Thank you, Cece, so much. We loved having you. you. You were amazing. And see you next time. Thank you. Bye.